0: Welcome to Mindful Creatives, the podcast.
1: I have to allow myself 20 minutes at least minimum Mm. of time where I just do things for myself. I turn on my my meditation music in the Mm -hmm. house just the first thing in the morning and then I go and whisk up a Japanese green tea and I I whisk that up. That for me is giving me the me time. I'm your host, Kim Tran Flores. When life
0: seems to go too fast and your thoughts overwhelm you, perhaps it's time to slow down by giving your attention to the present moment. On today's episode, we have Dai Lee. Thank you f- so much for joining me, Dai. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> I want to ask, can you give me three words that describe you? Oh, three words that describe me. Um, I love the word courageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Courage, I, that, that's the word that describes me a lot, is mm. courage. The other word I'd say is humble. Mm. Uh, I just think that where I started, how I came here, humility plays a huge Mm. role in my life. I always want to remain humble. And community, for me, is about the people, the community. So those, I think, the three words that probably best describe me.
0: I love that. And and as someone who who has also said the word humble, I, I don't think you would say this about yourself too, but inspiring you, <laughs> yeah. you have uh, really inspired uh, not just myself, but a community of women and uh, those of Asian background. So, Dai, would, do you want to share with us who you are and, and what it is that you do?
1: Well, for people who do not know who I am, and I'm sure not many people do, only unless they live in, in <laughs> Fowler, but so I am currently the federal member for Fowler. Mm-hmm which is a federal electorate in Southwest Sydney. And I'm the first ever uh, Vietnamese-speaking and a woman of refugee background mm. to be elected into the Federal Parliament of Australia, the 47th Parliament. Yeah. Uh, and in addition, the first ever independent member of parliament yep. for the seat of, Fow- for the electorate of Fowler. So that's my, I suppose, uh, my professional role. role. Yeah. The other is um, I'm a mother of a, a wonderful, gorgeous 20-year-old boy uh, married to a German uh, husband who was born in Germany but came here when he was 21. Uh, and also the eldest um, sister to my three younger siblings. Mm. Yeah, and an aunt to uh, how many <laughs> nieces? One, two, I think four nieces and one nephew. Yeah. So, yeah, and an owner of two dogs, uh, Bella, who is a big and Clancy, a rescue dog, who is half Mortise, half Shih Tzu.
0: And when people ask me who Dai Li is and what does Dai Li do, I have a very simplified answer that I give them, and, and I say, you are the voice for us. You come to the community and you talk to us and you ask us what we need, and then you go to Parliament and you say, this is what my people are asking for.
1: Yeah. Look, I do. I advocate, and I'm a strong advocate um, for our community in Fowler, and and not just Fowler because I think what I what I do sometimes, a lot of the times, um, people who live in Southwest Sydney or Western Sydney, especially those of of a migrant background, mm. often their voices, their issues, the challenges their lived experiences have not been actually shared yeah. to the wider Australian community. Yeah. So I find myself, I see myself as a, a communicator mm. uh, and also a storyteller. And that was how I started from, from as a, story, a storyteller, yeah. as a journalist. So I see that are I are continue in that role to share the amazing diverse stories that we have in mm. our community here in Western and Southwest Sydney, and in particular in Fowler. And bring that to the federal parliament, to the floor of the federal parliament, and not just the floor of the federal parliament but in the media Yeah. because uh, I do often get uh, interviews on, mm. on national media. And, and I think it has been really rewarding, yeah. I would say, for me that I have been able to successfully share our stories to mm. the rest of the country and hopefully the world. Yeah. Uh, because as you know, those who've grown up in Fowler or Western Sydney would know that in the past two decades, three decades, our community has often been uh, marginalised, yes. yeah. uh, been have forgotten, been really neglected, mm. and no uh, f- focus has been put into yeah. how you can grow and nurture the mm. talent and the families and the businesses within our community to show that we are actually quite unique and yeah. we have so much to share and so much knowledge to contribute yeah. to shaping um, not just our area but the state and the country. Mm. So so that's, you know, so I, I feel very privileged yeah. that the community said we want you to represent us in the federal parliament mm. and so therefore... They've placed their trust in me to do that. And, you know, I've been in parliament parliament now for 12 months and I believe every single day at every opportunity in parliament or in conversations with ministers and shadow Mm -hmm. ministers and with CEOs and with industry to put our community front and centre of my conversation.
0: As a young girl who was born in Australia but with parents who were refugees and immigrants, it's a funny thing to see a woman in Parliament speaking out for us because growing up I was told to – it was very much you're seen, not heard so much. You don't speak out. You don't fight against anything. So, therefore, the people in our community, they didn't feel empowered to speak out but then to see you coming up here. Your journey has been a long time since coming here. You started when you were in your 20s, I believe. I, start,
1: right? I Well, I started my journalism when I, when, when I was in my 20s. So, mm. that was a storytelling journey of mine and that was a um, my previous – career if you can call it that yeah. um, and I didn't see it as a career I just saw it as an opportunity to tell stories from our mm. area so I'd spent that for 20 years doing storytelling before I stepped into politics in 2008 yeah. and I did not I did not step into politics thinking that's what I want to be yeah I really got into a community mm. uh, issue around parking yeah that's how I got going because it's over a car park and i keep saying these people they said oh how did you get into politics Mm -hmm. in the first place i said well i did not plan to get into politics and as you know in our community people don't think about politics um you know all the kids all the young i mean you were born here i'm the 1.5 generation which Mm -hmm. which means i came here when i was young but even that Mm -hmm. um, i was told you either have to become a doctor a lawyer a pharmacist an accountant a dentist Mm -hmm. optometrist those tech engineer, you know, yeah, yeah. engineers, So those are the professions that your parents expected you to be. Mm. Um, not in creatives. Like no. when I became a journalist, my beloved late mother I said, "What's that? What, what do you do? Do you get paid a lot?" Or, yeah. or you know, it it's a, so for them, it's about status and it's about money. Yeah, right. If you if you do something that's not worth a lot of money or get paid a lot of money, then it's not a job. Yeah. It's not something that they encourage you to do. So
0: it's not about following your passion. It's about what's going to. Pay the bills and bring put food on the table.
1: Absolutely, yeah. and make sure you get married, have kids, yeah, have a house, yeah. <laughs> that's that's that's. Are well, you
0: going to have time to do all that if you're busy working and you know <laughs> building a career in something that's probably not going to bring you a lot of money?
1: No, yeah. no. And, and I I had my son late because mm. of the fact that I focus on my my development as a storyteller. Yeah. And I loved what, what I was doing as a journalist. Mm. So I didn't have time to think about having a kid. Yeah. You know, until until, until in my late 30s when I'm thinking, oh, better have one. You yeah. Know? So and you have a beautiful boy
0: now. I do. Yeah. I know. And that brings me to demand of your time now. Because you are a wife. You are a mother. You are the community leader. How do you juggle it all?
1: Yeah, people have asked me that um, – over the years, they said, where do you get your energy from mm. and why yeah. you do what you do? I've always been very active all my life. Mm. Uh, but I think I became more active uh, in 2014 after I um, was diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah, And I got treated for it and I survived that. Mm-hmm. So I think once I was diagnosed and was told that I had breast cancer, suddenly for me, I just... Realize that I could die any time. Yeah. You know, today, I mean, I, I, I... You live presently. So you believe, yeah, so you kind of focus on what, how important it is life mm. is every single moment. Um, so, yeah, so that then propelled me to do things that I, I wanted to do things with a purpose. Yeah. Uh, so I started DAWN, which is a not-for-profit uh, organisation mm. to really... Uh, get the conversation around diversity in leadership yeah. because I wasn't seeing that many people of culturally diverse background mm. uh, in leadership roles. Yeah. So that was started in two thousand. I, I started in 2014, 15 yeah. wh- After I got treated for cancer, so I build on that, and so I just every day I remind myself I have to be grateful mm. that I'm alive.
0: Yeah,
1: that I have to make sure whatever I was doing. Had a purpose to mm. it, and that I had to be so present in whatever I was doing, being present. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can't practice it all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, because well, there are times when you lapse it's back. Yeah, into being an automatic pilot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I think having breast cancer mean that mean that yeah, you you tend to live life at a much faster pace yeah and uh and then but i know when i'm present say for instance when i'm at home with my my family family, i'm present there yeah of course sometimes the phone doesn't stop Mm. um and um,
0: practice makes progress the more you do it the better you become at it and it's not a perfect journey into being present and being mindful it's all the little things
1: that add up to it absolutely absolutely and and as long as you don't think oh my god there are too many things yeah then you don't get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there'll
0: always be too many things, but today there's only so much things you can do.
1: Exactly. And yeah. there's some, I mean, I used to feel when I first started on this journey to do things mm. a lot more. I I used to feel, "Oh my god, I feel guilty that I couldn't meet somebody or do something." Yeah. But now I feel that I I Obviously, I've got a diary now, which Mm. uh, you know uh, we manage that with our diary, Mm. and being uh, knowing that you've got to allocate time. uh, Like I've got before, I got here. I had Mm. an event on, and uh, I allow for 15 minutes. Which sometimes you should allow for more than 15 minutes, but I thought it's I allow for 15 minutes. But I. Normally in the past I would have got stressed because I'm going to get here five minutes late. Yeah. But I thought, well, look, it's it's going to be okay. Mm. Just do it with ease and grace. Yeah. So sometimes when I'm in a, in a balanced mood, in a sense, yeah. what I mean by that is that when I'm not so stressed,
0: mm.
1: I will say, do it with ease and grace. Yeah. And when I say that to myself, you feel it?
0: Yeah, that's right. Because words, I
1: read somewhere that, I think it was Bruce Lee, must have been yeah. find a Bruce Lee quote where whatever words you put out there yeah it actually impacts your your body and your, your energy. energy so therefore you have to be very mindful of the words that you use
0: yeah it's like they, they they people say the most powerful words in the English dictionary or in the world is the words i am
1: because
0: mm. whatever you put after that is the energy that you're
1: bringing yourself Absolutely towards. and people yeah. don't people don't believe that sometimes no. But it's I. I've practiced this, so I know it's true. Mm, yeah. I keep on saying to people, your words are so important. Yeah. Make sure what you say, what goes out there, mm. really, you don't know, but it has yeah. a flow-on effect, not just on the other person, but on your own self. Yeah, that's right. So you have to be mindful of that. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know if I answered your question around no. being busyness. You just do it. No. And make sure you have a, a, a calendar to manage your time. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're managing your diary, okay? And there's a lot of on your schedule. Are we are we also adding time out in there? What's your favorite way? Your what I call your me time.
1: Yeah. So in the look, I normally in the past, um, there there I go through troughs, you know, up and down, yeah. whereby I can manage my me time in there, which mm. is um, I go for walks, yeah, um, down the park uh, on on. Especially during summer, when I can mm. wake up early and it's not too dark, yeah, or yeah. in the evening, it's not too dark and go for walks in the yeah. evening. Winter is different because it's dark, and then you think: by the time you get home, six o'clock, you want to go, or seven o'clock, you think, "Okay, I'll go for a walk." Oh, I still it's so dark, so you yeah. don't do it. Um, but then I. Uh, Six seven weeks ago, as you know, yep. I went on the uh, the six weeks um, health program with uh, DIYPT. Yeah, we did that
0: together. Yeah, yeah, we did
1: that together, and I think I did that because I wanted to get into the habit mm. of exercising again. Yeah, because and that and it was timely because it was six seven weeks ago that my mother passed away, and I knew that I had to do something so that I don't um, get into a depression. Yeah. Um, p- Mode, mm. um, because when I get sad and people, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky is that I can catch myself because some yeah. people don't catch themselves yeah. going into depression. Mm. So I knew that I'm going to go into that mode of mourning and overthinking. Mourning. Yeah. So I thought I had to um, exercise and so I did. So I, And that has been so good because mm. every day since I started that program, yeah. I don't think there has been a day when I have not done 20 minutes of exercise. Oh,
0: that's amazing day.
1: So I did it every day because that yeah. was something I had to force myself because for, for my, my health, for my mm. my mental health well-being.
0: And that's the thing, right? Like I don't believe in the word balance when it comes to life because it, it's so hard to try and drink, you know, sleep eight hours a day, drink, what is it, eight glasses of water and ex- exercise An hour, whatever it is. It's all about priorities for the week. So you're prioritising what's important. And sometimes it's okay to be like, you know what, today we can't do the 20 minutes of exercise. We've got to do something else.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For me, I mean, I sometimes I just, you know, if I can do some stretches. Yeah. uh, I don't have to be regimented. Mm. Um, But for me, I think it's the mindset. Yeah. It's what you want to, as you said, prioritise what you want to do what you think would be yeah. good for you yeah right it's so your you own it's your journey. own personal journey so um it's very much a, an i believe very much it's an individual decision yeah
0: that's right um
1: you have to make that th- your mind up what mm. you want for yeah. yourself
0: you can uh, use other people as inspiration but ultimately you've got to t- pick and choose what parts of their life works for you
1: absolutely absolutely so You know, when people, sometimes people say to me, oh, I want to be like you. I said, no, you don't want to be like me. You want to be like You want to be yourself. Yeah. Uh, You know, I might be doing something that you might learn from, Mm. but then you get that lesson to do what you want for you Mm. Uh, because we are all individuals. We all have our unique signature of uh, many things. So my yeah. dad actually
0: asked me the other day. He goes, y- "You're around Die a lot now." And I was like, "Yeah, I get to see her quite often. I'm very grateful for <laughs> that." And he goes, "So when are you getting into politics?" And I was like, "Never." Or like and I was like, "Why would you think?" He goes, "Because you're around Die." Like, you know, isn't that I was like, "No, that's Die's journey. That's not my journey." Like, I can't imagine myself in politics, but
1: Oh, you know, but don't say that because, you know, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. I never imagined myself in politics. Mm. I never imagined myself as a business owner. So yeah. there you go. So you yeah. never say no to anything. Yeah. Right. So that's one of the things I've learned. Never say no. And sometimes you s- do all this self development where people say, oh, say no. Mm. You, you don't say yes all the time. Yeah. But I'm thinking, you know, sometimes you think, well, I can say no. Yeah. Right. Um, but sometimes you never say no. You, you just say you, maybe. Maybe, well, you know, maybe. We'll but, think but, about but, it. but, you know, you just, you just have to. Um, Keep your mind open. Yeah. That's the most important yeah. thing is keep your mind open for anything. Mm. Um, try things out. I mean, I went and tried uh, um, the cryotherapy. Oh, yeah. At Weather Park.
0: Yeah.
1: I never imagined myself to go into the fridge yeah. and to stand in the freezer, <laughs> yeah. I call it, for minus 140 degrees yeah. for three minutes. Mm. Never. But I thought go? to myself, I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. Oh my god! I did it twice, but it did help with my pain. Pain because yeah. um, after chemo and th- radiation, you'd get a lot of. For, mm. for me, anyway, I had a lot of pain, so, so I tried it out and it worked. Yeah, I mean, it's it's on still ongoing pain because yeah. it's acute pain, uh, in your body, but
0: you're doing something about it. You've taken a step to trying to help it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so being open. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so so never say no to politics. So basically yeah. if your dad said that you must say oh dad I don't know at the moment focusing on business but yeah. who knows? Yeah. You know, it's, who knows where, where you would end up? You yeah, never it's know. It's
0: so true. I want to go back home and tell dad and say I changed my mind. I might go into politics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did I change my mind? And me? we need more women <laughs> in politics. We do. Especially yeah. women of um of of culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds, mm. so. Yeah.
0: The people no. relate to people who are similar to them. Yeah, absolutely. One of my questions for you is: Can you share with us uh, a tip on a way to not spread yourself to, so thin when you're so de- in in demand so much?
1: Oh, that's a that's a terrible question to ask me because uh, people <laughs> said to me, "You always spread yourself too thin." Uh, but I think, what do you try to do? Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I don't mean terrible. I said, you know, like it's a te- for me it's a it's a question that you. are that basically, um, I do spread myself too thin. Yeah, but you're learning. But I'm learning, right? And and I think as we go, like what I said before, is that if that's what you want to do, mm. if that's what you love doing, mm. you don't see it as being spreading yourself too thin. Yeah. Like when people say, "Oh, how much you're working so hard," mm. but if you don't see it as work, yeah. You don't, you don't see us working hard. Do you know what I mean? I do. I I relate to that
0: because people always ask, like, you do so much. How? But you're right. It's not work. No, it's my life. Like exactly, I get so much joy and passion from waking up doing it versus like you know if I was to do something I
1: hated. Exactly. If you have to go and do something that you don't want to do then that's work. Mm. And then you have to then show that you're doing it because in order to impress the boss or whoever, yeah. then that's spreading yourself too thin. Mm. Um, but I do, I mean, as, as you know, I mean, I, like I said, I, I do, I'm so mindful that I, I have to allow myself 20 minutes at least minimum mm. of time where I just do things for myself. I turn on my my meditation music in the Mm. house just the first thing in the morning and then I go and whisk up a Japanese green tea and then I boil the water and I sit and I drink for five, ten minutes just a glass of water and that and music and have breakfast with my husband. Mm. That for me is giving me the me time. It's not long, but that's enough for me to start my day. And then throughout the day, like, you know, my my week this week has just been chocka back to back yeah. meeting, back to back meetings, talking meeting, and you yeah. have to process all the, the different information, community needs, mm. um, policy, and all of that. And so then at night, I, I you know I have to do a bit of just
0: you need to debrief yourself.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, so I need to ha- just just have my wind down, which is my. Now, since the pro, since the healthy or the DYPT program, I do my exercise now yeah. uh, and then have a cup of tea and just wind down with my dogs. And, mm. and, and if my son is there on the weekend, winding down with him. So I, I yes, it looks like I probably spread myself too thin because I've got so many things to go to, events to go to, meetings to attend, mm. um, and I'm, I'm constantly out there, especially in the media. Um it does look for a normal mm. person. Oh my God, yeah. where does she find the time? But it is. I I feel that my time is limited. Mm. You know, so therefore, you don't know when the switch right. gets switches off. Yeah. The light switch gets the light gets switched off. So I just have to live my life. Yeah.
0: I can relate to, like to that a lot. Like You mm. went through breast cancer and we, we had our car accident and it really shifts your focus. Absolutely, on, yeah. And, and makes you wonder, like, is it worth saying, oh, I'll do it next week or, you know what, I'm just going to do it today because today could be it. Absolutely.
1: That's right. When you went through that, you know, mm. you probably had a a shift in oh, that yeah. moment in your mind. And it's funny, I keep on saying to people, our mind is actually a very powerful tool. mm If we learn how to use it. Yeah. I've done so many self-development courses over the years. So it has to take your own um, self-motivation. And it takes, it sometimes does take uh, a crisis. Yeah. To really get out. Shift your focus. Shift your focus and shift your mindset. And once you start shifting it and you constantly do things to shift it, Mm. then it's just. There's no going back. There's no. yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Favorite affirmation that you say to yourself?
1: Uh, my my favorite one um, is that I I'm, you know, I have to say it as often as I can is that I'm so grateful. Yeah, I'm very grateful um, that whatever life throws at me, I know it's it's a lesson for me to learn. Mm, yeah. I
0: love that. Life is like before was this slow-moving river, right? You're flowing through it, you're just doing your thing and then it's this automatic, as soon as it, there's a shift where it hits like the rapids. Yeah. How do people deal from that that shift between the slow-moving right into the rapids? Uh,
1: look, I think it does take a lot of self-discipline mm. and I think it does take a lot of, Um, lived experience um, of transitioning from something that you you know like as previously my life as a journalist you go you interview people you come back you have the time to edit it Mm -hmm. and then I transitioned into um, the political arena but not the actual not the federal sphere but I went in from journalism into a local politics Mm -hmm. which then enabled me to learn from from um, from being just an ordinary person doing stories to just suddenly, oh my God, dealing with all of these yes. uh, fights and abuse and all of that. Yeah. But that was a very good transition for me to prepare me for what I'm doing now. Yeah. I don't think there is a tip as such, mm. but I think my only advice for people is that to embrace the failures. Yeah. Because as you transition from something that you do as an ordinary um, an ordinary job, or not mm. ordinary, but just a job, yeah, a 9 day. to 5 everyday yeah. job, to something that requires a different set of skills, mm. you've got to be prepared to embrace failures because along the way you'll be tripping and you'll be falling mm. uh, because you haven't got the skill set yet. Yeah. So therefore, um, for me, I can tell you that from the transitioning from where I was – to where I am now, mm. there have been many failures. There have been many setbacks. Mm. Uh, there have been many um, attacks and yeah. lessons. A- attacks from people. Attacks from you know the the the, the people around you. Mm. But those those experiences, um, those failures, have prepared me for what I'm doing now. So so it's about having again going back to the mindset of. And not being scared mm. that you'll make a mistake. Yeah. Embrace and, it. And embrace yeah. it.
0: Mm, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us in your time today, Di. I really appreciate it.
1: No, thank yeah. you for having me and congratulations for having this podcast. Thank and you. I also want to acknowledge your amazing journey and watching you in the last few years, growing your business. You so so yeah, keep going.
0: Thank you. Don't forget to subscribe to Mindful Creatives the Podcast for more real-world advice from my guests on how to apply mindfulness to inspire creativity and improve all areas of your life.